Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy X. I am back in this thing. I know it has been a minute since you have heard my voice on this podcast. And I know you're like, where in the hell have you been? Well, we'll get into all that um, a little bit later on in the podcast. But I thought that, you know what, since we all are on lockdown and on the quarantine, why not get on this motherfucker and make some people laugh? Um, it's been a minute since I've done this, uh, just due to different life events. Um, you know, I had a situationship to come to an end, so that was a bit traumatic for me, and I needed to take some time to myself um, to kind of move my way through that. Of course, we went all through the holidays. We had Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, and we had New Year's, and we've... Um, gone through since the last time that I did a podcast um, and that was pretty interesting because that was also filled with travel a lot of time with family a lot of time with friends um, and you know it, it just was a busy time um, the top of the year I still wasn't feeling like getting back to this podcast because I feel like I was dealing with a few things that I needed to take care of um, but now I feel a lot motherfucking better and I'm back in this bitch and I'm ready to turn this motherfucker out once again, if you don't remember, this is the podcast where I am unfiltered, uncensored, and most importantly, I am unbothered by anybody's opinions about what I say, because this is my opinion, and I always feel that filters are for Instagram, not my mouth, okay? So with that being said, this podcast is not for the weak of heart. If you feel like you can't handle cussing, fussing, carrying on, and arguing and roasting, you know some of your favorite artists might get roasted. Listen, I don't have no... Um, hard feelings against any of these people that I talk about. I honestly don't give a fuck about any of them. Trust me, they making way more money than I'm uh, that I'm making, and they're living a carefree life and they get to do what they want to do for our entertainment. So I'm like, well, why not use them as the clowns that they are and you know get some entertainment from them? And that's exactly what I'm doing. So if you are pe- a person that gets on your feelings because your favorite gets talked about or all this stuff. I think you might want to go ahead and um, log off right about now. So we're going to do things a little bit different um, than how we have done in the past. Since it's been such a long time gap since the last time that you guys have heard from me. Of course, you know, it has been so much bullshit that has gone on and that I can't keep up with all that shit because I don't give a fuck about it. So what I decided to do, I decided to start back um, probably until about February. So I want to say that uh, uh, the... I'm going from February, um, February-ish until the current day today on a few issues and a few things that have happened in pop culture, a few things that, you know, I want to express my mind about um, and just that sort of thing. So we're going to start with the old and then we're going to finish with the new. How about that? You know, y'all like the sound of that? Well, it don't matter if you do or don't because that's how we're going to do it anyway. So first up on my list, I have a video of um, two people from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood um, who I honestly don't remember from the show. Um, I remember they were like extras or something. And so they, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where they've come back from. But um, first, let me, let me rewind. So for those who don't know, Keisha Cole has a show on Fox Soul, which I'm not sure what it is. Um, and it's like a talk show type deal. And she has little... Um, different special guests on there every now and again and and or whatever. Um, like I said, I'm not invested in the show. I haven't seen it. Personally, I've seen clips here and there, but I haven't really looked into it. Um, but I did, I was sent a clip that um, came from Keisha Cole's show. 
and she had two people on the show from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Um, Paris, um, I don't know her last name, and then Zell Swag. Um, Paris was is a friend of Keisha Cole, supposedly, and she used to be um, Kay Michelle's assistant. Um, and then Zell Swag, I don't know what he is besides some stereotypical gay person that's a stylist or something like that. So I, I don't know what their backgrounds are. But they had a lot to say about um, Kay Michelle, who was their former friend. I think they fell out because Kay Michelle accused Paris of stealing from her. And Kay Michelle actually did have the receipts in which it, you know, was valid that Paris was stealing from her. And I guess since Zell is like Paris's best friend, he's just going to tag along, you know, like like the usual gay person does. So um, here's a clip right now. Is something that she's feeling in her body that she's obsessed. Yeah, because she like she used she likes to use the same type of stylist, same type. We're of talking music. about K Michelle. Yeah, K Stinky. Yeah, K Stink. She likes to use the same st- everything. Everything. That's so how she obsessed. She heard that I was cool with you. She got cool with me. Oh, okay. Well. You know, um, from after I've done my research, um, I did find out that K. Michelle did not respond um, to either of these two animals because obviously they are irrelevant. And so since she didn't respond, you know, I will put in my roast. For those who don't know, I like K. Michelle. Um, I love her background story. She might be crazy. People have their different opinions about her. But one thing about it, she um, is a hustler and she can sing her ass off. She might be crazy, but she is talented as fuck. So um, you put hustler, talented, crazy all together. Hell, I feel like you got me. So with that being said, since she didn't respond, I'm going to take this opportunity to respond for her. So let me start off with Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole, now I don't know. You know, I, I, I love you. And I feel like you know that this was not the best move for you or that little show that you have on YouTube or Fox or, you know, what is a Zeus TV? I'm not sure the the, the, the platform that you're using to to display this show. Um, but Keish, we haven't heard from you in a while. And I don't think this is the right way for us to hear from you. OK, I do like you. So I'm going to take it easy on you. And I'm just going to say maybe you need to get your publicist and your um, whoever your team is to try to let you know that. It seems to me like you're trying to start some drama um, with Kay Michelle to get some type of background storyline going on so that you can um, um, be a little bit more relevant. But, you know, I don't think this is the appropriate way to do it, Keish. So I'm going to go light on you. I'm going to let you have it and say that you don't know no better and that you let them motherfucking saltines write your script for you and they're going to get you fucked up in the end. Because I got another story later on in the podcast about you. And somebody else who said that your pussy smell like fish sticks. Now, I don't know because I don't put my nose in nobody's pussy. So, I don't know if that's true or not. But, we will get there when we get there. We will get there when we get there. Um, Paris. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have seen Paris Phillips. But, if you have not seen Paris Phillips, take this quick moment to Google her. I'm going to give y'all like five ten seconds so that you can go to google and google paris phillips from love and hip-hop hollywood i want to make sure that you guys get the right paris phillips before i roast this bitch okay <laughs> Ooh, this drink is good okay that's enough time so paris she is a fat nasty greasy black 
book mouth ass bitch from somewhere up in New York. And we know how much. Listen. I got love for New York, but there's some people from New York that are straight fucking gutter and just fucking ratchet and I always be scammers or just bottom of the barrel dirty. And I feel like Paris is one of them. That motherfucker stole from the, from, from Kay Michelle. She was stealing Uber rides and food and all that kind of shit. And she didn't feel like it was an issue because it was just food. It was just Uber. But bitch, it was not your motherfucking money. You dumb, uneducated motherfucker. How many people does it take to get your thick, fat ass, fat filled skull that stealing is stealing no matter what you spent the money on. You still spent money that was not yours. So therefore... You are a thief and it is not your prop. It is not your shit to spend. So why spend somebody else's shit? You know, I just feel like, you know, her excuse was, you know, it was only $80, only $90 or whatever, but it don't matter if it was a fucking quarter. It is not yours. Y'all are listening to somebody that works very hard for their money. And I don't want anybody going into my shit stealing it. So I can only imagine how Kay Michelle felt when she found out this woman was using her damn card and shit. And from what I remember about the story, um, Kay was like her. She couldn't use any of her credit cards or none of it because her accounts were frozen because Paris was like in another city using her shit. And so, of course, that would drive somebody crazy. Um, and I just feel like, you know, Paris is like nonchalant, like, oh, it was only this in the Uber. And, and once again, let me go back to Keisha. Keisha, this shit happened like a year and a half, almost two years ago, and you just like got these two scrubs on your fucking show talking about this shit still to this day. K. Michelle and went on about her business and uh, forgot about the shit. Paris and, and, and Zell, you two homeless ass carpet mantras, you motherfuckers still talking about that shit? Bitch, get a new motherfucking storyline. Zell like a fucking lizard. That motherfucking mouth is from here. And I'm in Atlanta. That that nigga mouth is from Atlanta to fucking New Jersey. That buck mouth lizard gacko looking ass bitch. I'm so happy that he got rid of that yellow, green, gold, and blue hat that he had on his motherfucking head. Cause that bitch is like a real circus clown. And that's why he had that's why his ass is on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Because they're only using his ass as a clown. As they do as they do most gay black people. Um, they use them as a clown or an accessory to the show. They're never the main character. They're always an accessory to some woman giving the tea or reading somebody. They're always that way. And Zell, you are the prime example, motherfucker. If you can't see it, see that you're too focused on that bullshit instead of creating a real career and something that will sustain you over life. Bitch! Get you a real job and get out that love of hip hop talking about you going to style somebody. No disrespect to any stylist out there. But what I'm saying about him is I don't see no, no remnants of his motherfucking success. It's different if you're very successful with your styling and designing of, of different people. It's nothing wrong with that. But it looks like to me he just is messy and that his title is designer. But we never see any of the designs that you do. You haven't done anybody that's you know, any that's notable. I mean, so I'm like, what are you doing? So you're going to be like 80 years old with no 401k or no retirement, no investments or anything like that. No, no additional funds besides going and dressing somebody up and playing Barbie with them. Zell, have a motherfucking seat. And I can say this and I say it once. I can say it a motherfucking again. Bitch, that big, long ass gator mouth that you got. Uh, you can't go against me. And this me just is me on a good night. 
I'm not even roasting down to the ground how I usually do. But uh, yeah, enough of that. So I read another story, y'all, that happened a few months back. And the story was very interesting when I saw it because I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> I can't wait for y'all to hear this. So about sometime in like February, maybe, yeah, it was like mid-February, there was a Florida hospital worker that was arrested for sucking the toes of a 65-year-old patient while they were asleep. Yes, you fucking heard me right. And if you didn't, let me repeat it, motherfucker. <laughs> there was a Florida hospital worker. So an employee of a hospital. Out of all places, you're going to be, you know, a first responder. And this is what you choose to do with your free time. He was a Florida hospital worker. 23 years old at that. And he worked as a sitter at a Florida hospital. And now his ass is facing charges after getting caught sucking on a sleeping patient's toes. This motherfucker is so obsessed and so ate up with demon not with bullshit that he done got on his hands and knees at the foot of somebody's bed while they sleep and putting his nasty, grungy, stinking ass, germ-filled, infested, soiled mouth around this person's toe. You motherfuckers want to know why Corona is outside. It's shit like this. It's the Lord waking you up and saying that y'all done done a lot of fuck shit over the past. And now I'm here to get you. I'm here to make you reap for what you done done. Now what kind of... Uh, Side of mine was at the foot of the bed. Sucking on the, the lady or the man. I don't know who it was. Toes. And somebody walked in on him. Can y'all imagine that scene walking in on one of your coworkers sucking on somebody's goddamn toes while they were asleep? Uh, uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> this shit never ceases to amaze me. I'm like, what the fuck? I just had to put that on there. Uh, but next we got uh, somebody that is near and dear to y'all's heart because I don't give a fuck about this person. Um, and that is Mr. Pleasure P. That's my Pleasure P from, um, what's the name of the group? Um, pretty Sissy. Uh, not Pretty Sissy. Pretty Ricky, I'm sorry. My apologies. I said Pretty Sissy. I meant Pretty Ricky. Um, pleasure P from Pretty Ricky. <laughs> right. Um, was arrested on a battery charge in Miami. Hey, Miami. So, Pleasure P, 35 years old, he pushed a worker in the chest while he was paying for his food at a checkers restaurant in Miami. The worker said pleasure. P had been yelling at her through the intercom system for several minutes before he pulled up to the window and continued to yell louder and become disrespectful. The worker said pleasure. P gave her $60 in exchange for her food for his food, excuse me, and then pushed her in the chest. Pleasure. P. Now, how in the fuck you going to come back from this? Now, at one point, they were saying you was too busy molesting your, your uncle, uh, your, your, your nephew. So, I don't know if that's true or not. That's allegedly. I don't know. Don't bring that shit back to me because I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but now, 
you got your old scaby ass getting mad at the people at Chuckers. What the fuck is you doing at Chuckers any goddamn way, motherfucker? It's times that goddamn hard when you at Chuckers. Oh, that's one restaurant I hadn't been to in forever. And when I tell you I ain't going back no time soon, I'm not going back. So, pleasure people, what the fuck your rich ass, quote unquote, was doing at Chuckers? And what the fuck was you doing pushing the lady in her chest and doing all that shit? Bitch, get them soggy ass fries and get the fuck on down. And get from in there, folks, drive through acting like a fucking donkey. You know we ain't heard from you in forever. And this ain't how we want to hear from you, Pleasure P. A lot of people out there actually like your music. And this is how you want to represent your brand and how you are. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm talking on behalf of that goddamn worker that you push. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of fuck you, especially in the world of um, food, um, my next story is about an Indiana Olive Garden manager who fi- who was recently fired um, because she granted, or he granted, a customer's request for a non-black server. Yes, you heard me right. In case you didn't, let me repeat it. In Indiana, at Olive Garden, a manager was asked by their customer, Hey, can I get a server that's not black? Can you give me someone that's not a nigger? And so the manager said, yes, madam, anything for you, since you're a paying customer and you're white, I will, I will help find someone that's not black to serve you. <laughs> well, let me say this. I hadn't eaten at Olive Garden again, another restaurant that we ain't even know was still fucking open. Um, I haven't eaten at Olive Garden in forever. Not saying I'm above it or whatever. I just don't fuck with them like that. And... Definitely ain't fucking with their ugly asses after this. Said this manager granted the request of the customer because the request the customer didn't want to be served by a uh, quote nigger unquote. Ugh, what is the world coming to? Y'all want to know what the fuck is going on? This is what the fuck that's going on. This is what the fuck is going on. Do you hear these stories that I'm reading to you? That I'm saying to you? You want to know why coronavirus is here? Because of shit like this. This motherfucker's gonna have the, the, the balls or the strong ovaries to ask the manager of a restaurant, can they get a server that is not black? That takes a bold motherfucker to say. So I decided to say this, bitch, you not only to be fired, but you should have been sued as well by the employee and the judge need to rule in the employee's favor. See, this kind of shit has been getting away for so long that the higher power has decided that you know what i'm gonna come down and i'm gonna show y'all how this thing is supposed to work okay that's why the corona's outside because of bullshit like that see i i'm starting to feel this weed so i'm like uh <laughs> i'm about to start laughing and, and, and being a little bit more softer on this motherfucker but before i get softer when i'm roasting Fuck Olive Garden, fuck that manager, and fuck whoever was the customer was too. Fuck you. I hope that stale ass bread made you choke. I hope that fucking pasta made you shit bricks for for days. 
<laughs> because bitch, your stomach deserves to be upside down, turned upside down, around, burned, and everything else, motherfucker. Okay. Oh, motherfucking K. Um, uh, next on my list, I have something that I'm not sure if you guys um watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, but in their last few episodes, and it's actually been drawn out for quite some time now. I'm not sure why Bravo has allowed them to be drawn out for some time. Um, Nene Leakes has um, gotten into it with Kenya Moore, who has returned to the show of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And um, they recently had a very strong exchange. Um, so let's take some time and see how that exchange went down. Okay, but I would like you to absolutely make a comment. Okay, would you like the crown for this one? Are you going to hand it to someone else? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Nini. Let me adore you. Thank you, honey. I don't have anything to say, though. You can take it off. You had plenty to say a minute ago. I've said all I needed to say. If you don't have a crown, you should be shutting the up. What's wrong with you? Is this the bipolar? So, uh, as you heard, <laughs> as you heard, they went at it. Um, you know, Nene called Kenya Bipolar, said that she was uh, uh, bipolar. She needed her medication. That's where her husband, Mark Daly, left her. Uh, this, that, and the third. And, of course, Kenya is now playing victim, saying that, you know, Nene, I really didn't deserve that. And, you know, you talking about me and my marriage. And my kids and all that is off limits. But, of course, Bravo being as messy as they are, they've brought up um, the past scenes where uh, Kenya talked about Kim Zosiak's daughter by saying that, Kim, are you going to pimp your daughter's pussy again for some John Legend tickets? Um, they brought up the times that she was flirting with Apollo and then speaking about uh, Portia's marriage and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, Kenya, you are not within reason of what you're saying. So you can do it to other people and they can't do it to you. And then, Kenya, I thought you were going with the win fabulous. If you were so going with the win fabulous, bitch, why you can't hold up to big big seven-foot-two Nene? Because it sounds to me like she's getting the best of you. Now, I, myself, am a professional roaster, and I can get down. I do the dirty dozens. I play this. I do this shit for fun. So, you know, I ain't no motherfucker getting up on me without, I'm going to get you up off me. So I guess I'm, you know, when Kenya has talked that same kind of noise, like, you know, like she, 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 she's the baddest of the bad. And I just didn't see it in the clip that I just saw. So Kenya, we need you to come out of hiding and go ahead and, 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 you know, show us the baddest of the bad that you have been talking about for so long. Cause, um, that clip just was not it. So, um, yeah, I mean that's it. That is what it is with the housewives. You know that might be some of y'all favorite, Kenya or Nene, but I don't give a fuck about either one of them. Be honest with you. So, next story. <laughs> but yeah, um, on to the next damn story. Um, I remember. I know that a lot of you definitely remember this. Um, the baby was recently the baby. Um, who is a rapper? For those who don't know. Um, if you don't know who he is, Google him. D A space B A B Y. He was caught. 
on film hitting um, a fan who happened to be a woman. And he later apologized. So let me say this. Um, when he hit that woman, he knocked the shit out of that goddamn woman. He knocked the shit out of that woman. And he needed his ass whooped. You know, they be saying that he looks like the Joker because his teeth so big. He got them dumbbells in them jaws. And he be trying to smile. I like his, I, I like this smile. He got a nice smile. Um, but they be calling him the Joker. But the baby, you need your ass whooped for beating up on that woman like that. I'm not sure what transpired. Some people are saying that he was uh, mad because the lady was putting her the the light from the flash or something like that um in his eyes while he was walking by and he turned around and smacked the shit out of her um for doing that i don't know if he was on them drugs and pills that lean or what was going on that made him so angry um in you know in such a quick moment but um yeah he did that and he slapped the shit out of that woman and uh i hope that when she goes to court and sues him i hope she gets a good bit of money because she deserved it. Because not only is she embarrassed, but she claimed like her damn jaw was dislocated. And I believe it. Because from that video that I saw, he slapped the fuck out of that damn lady. So, baby, you go ahead and get you, you know, everybody and everything happens for a reason. So that might have been your get rich quick scheme. Is that nigga slapping the shit out of you in front of everybody. <laughs> slapping the fucking taste out of your mouth. So the folks all spit leaving your mouth on the video he just laughed you so damn hard um you know but i feel sorry for you but you know no, no, no. yeah you know shit happens later so it is what it is so next somebody sent me a story about um trina the rapper and that she has a new man and so when they sent this to me, I was like, you know, well, what else is new? Because Trina has been around the block a few times. You know, she is doing, um, um, you know, she she's had um, relationships with a lot of people in the industry. Um, not calling her a whore. I'm just stating the facts that she has been in the industry for a long time since, like, I was like two years old, and she has been with. You know, a few different people. Um, so there's no shade against her. You know, I like Trina. She's um, she's fun. And um, but yeah, they said she got a new man. And you know, if that's the truth, then kudos to you, Trina. You know, it's about time because I know that you're getting a little bit older. Your eggs are about to be cracked and spoiled and rotten. So go ahead and get you a man and 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 and, and go ahead and settle on in. And speaking of men, one person, this next person who I'm about to talk about probably would never have a man because every time we see her, she's on her knees with her mouth wide open, ready for a dick to go in it. Um, so I don't know if she'll ever get a man, but the next person that I am talking about is Mrs. Alexis Skye, who is also known most notarized for being Fetty Wap's baby's mother. So she's like a modern day Toya Wright. You know, she's known for being a baby's mom. And, you know, she just happened to fall into the laps of producers to get on a reality show and try to harass her ex-husband and whatever. Just as Toya Wright did. And, um, yeah, about that. So she's made her way. She started out at Love & Hip Hop Hollywood. Um, she's made her way to Atlanta. Um, I know recently, if I remember doing my break, um, there was a situation to where her 
car got stolen or something from one of the gas stations here in Atlanta off of How Mill Road. Uh, for all my Atlanta listeners, y'all know what How Mill Road is and how it gets down. I just stay over there at How Mill Road. Um, so did I like How Mill? I'm actually about to go back in that. Well, I'm gonna go close to the area, but Alexis Sky using the wrong place at the wrong time, bitch. Um, but I got a little clip here from when Alexis Sky opens up about being a victim of sex trafficking. Um, yes, you heard me right. She's alleging that she was a victim of sex trafficking. So let's hear what she had to say about that. We sold to whoever, highest bidder. And I had to forcefully do it or he would say he was going to kill me. I didn't want to die. You don't know what the f I went through in that house. Like, nobody knows what I went through. 36. <laughs> oh, God. Now, I... Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so let me reel it back in. So this is going to be one that's a bit difficult for me. And, okay, so here's my stance. Anytime someone brings about any abuse, any type of situation they have been through in their past or they're going through, I'm a person that I'm going to go ahead and believe you because I would rather believe you and then you come back later and be like, okay, yeah, I lied just for attention. Then rather it be the other way around and you really do need help. And I'm not giving you that help or the assistance that you need because I don't believe you. Um, I'm just that type of person. Now, I'm not saying that Alexis Scott was not involved in any type of sex trafficking activity, that she wasn't being sold off to the highest bidder, quote, what she said. That's what she claimed, that she would have been fucked like a damn dog um, for $500. But my thing of it is, is this, Alexis Scott, since you have been in the scene or on the scene, we have seen you with a cucumber up your pussy, a cucumber down your throat. We have seen you have your special needs child and, and not ever have her. And the time that we did see a special needs child, you were swinging her around like a like she was on a heli like she was a helicopter blade or like she was on a Ferris wheel. So we don't trust your judgment. I well, I'm not going to say we I don't trust your judgment because you seem like a human that does not have it together and that will do anything for clout and anything to get attention. So that's what has me leery. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say that I do believe you because, you know, it is sex trafficking and that's some serious shit. Sex trafficking is some serious ass shit. And so I don't want to say that I don't believe her. But what I will say is that, you know, your behaviors in the past and probably the behaviors that you will exhibit in the future makes it kind of hard for us to believe. Because every time I look up, you you on all fours like a dog acting like some fucking porn star. And you're not. You get offended when people call you a porn star or a whore or a cum guzzling come bag who only wants to fuck celebrities for money who only wants to shit out a kid so that you can make sure that you have some child support every month instead of getting up and working like the rest of us so it's it's a bit hard when we hear these type of stories um because we can't feed into it because we know you as a come bag we know you as a come dump a come dump is what we know you as okay so when you make these allegations we'd be like oh, okay whatever um but like i said she said it happened to her. Um, so, you know, I have no choice but to believe the young lady that, you know, it really did happen to her. So, Alexis Scott, if it did, um, not if it did, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but, you know, we wish you the best of luck over here at Rated X Podcast. And we hope you get the assistance that you need, whatever it is. You need to go see a fucking therapist, bitch, a sex therapist, because you are filled with calm and you're filled with sex demons 
and you need to get your shit together because you ain't got that much more time because the coronavirus is outside. All right, on to the next. Um, so this next story is actually about um, Nicki Minaj's fiance or husband or whatever he is today um, being a registered sex offender and said that he had some lady, not some lady, some girl, some teenager, if I remember correctly, held at knife point um, ready to rape the young girl. So I don't, I did not research a lot into that. Um, but our friends at the Wendy Williams show actually um, sent over a clip in which we were going to play to hear what Wendy had to say about um, Nicki Minaj and the allegations that were brought forth about Nicki Minaj's husband or fiance um, trying to molest a 14 year old at knife point. That's going to be my first story tomorrow, and I'm going to lead with this. You should have never married him, because because now you've ruined everything about what your brand could be again. You're never going to stand a chance when you're with a man who pulls a knife at rape point, you know, and you're never going to stand a, a molester, a, a, sec, a registered sex offender who wasn't even ready. You're never going to stand a chance with John Q. Public because there's only one thing worse than touching children and pulling knives, and that's murder. And by the way, he did go to jail for manslaughter. Oh, I think I just did the story. No, nope, uh, no, nope, no. Nope. Get to digging. There's more wanted. Everybody get to digging. Okay. All right, so as you can see, Wendy Williams had a very strong opinion about that. Um, rightfully so, given the facts of the case, I didn't know. Um, his name is Kenneth, K-E-N-N-E-T-H, Petty, P-E-T-T-Y. Um, I didn't know much about him beforehand. I don't know much about him now because I don't give a fuck about him or Nikki. Um, but shout out to Nikki. She is my Sagittarius sister, so I will give her that. Nikki, you should have the intuition to know that you shouldn't be dating no goddamn no child molester because there's nothing cute about dating a nigga that wants to put his hand in between the legs of a young girl or or a young boy. Um, so, Nikki, I'm going to need you to dump that motherfucking zero and get to somebody that's a little bit better. You should have just stayed with Meek Mill, old big lip ass. At least you know he was going to eat you out properly. All right. Um, but next, we have another um, video. And it's actually, um, once again, Real Housewives of Atlanta star, um, Lanithia Leakes, a.k.a. Nene, um, finds out that her husband, um, Greg, had been cheating on her with one of her employees um, from her swag boutique store. So um, Nene gives the scoop on that. So let's see what Nene had to say. One day I was in the stock room with her and I was helping her, showing her how to do certain things. And I had a gay guy who worked for, in the store with me. And him and her were friends and then they fell out. Oh, and we had, a, oh, <laughs> we had an employee meeting. Everybody's gathered around like this. I'm just, I came in that morning in Maryland just to tell everybody some of the things they weren't doing and things they should do, right. how to sell, how to not sell, all this stuff. And then they were having friction, some of the employees. And we want to discuss some of the things that were happening. And so she was sitting there and the gay guy was sitting here and he said that I don't appreciate you, you calling me a queen. Like they had some sort of argument. And, they, and she kind of snapped back. Him. He said, listen, you wouldn't want to do that because you know I know your secret. Uh, and then so she kind of was like, you don't know nothing, you know, say whatever you're going to say. And then he was like, well, how about you and Mr. Greg be FaceTiming and talking? To I no. said, Ooh. come again? <laughs> Mr. Greg. So we're working together. And I and one day I was in the stock. So I, 
<laughs> called Greg. I said, Greg, I said, I have you on speaker. He was like, uh-huh. I said, so you've been talking to Juanita? And he said, no, I ain't never talked to her. You gotta be I was like, okay, you have five. Uh, you too damn emotional. Like, he went insane. Okay, you one question. He was popping. screaming, like going crazy. And then I said, okay, you were. And then I hung up. And then her phone beeped. Oh, While we were sitting wow. there, she picked up the phone. I said, I got Let it. Let me ask. He yeah. didn't even say Juanita who. I got it. You know they got to say who then first. Then he called me back and then he started trying to come up with all these stories. We were just talking. It wasn't about nothing. We was just And I looked at Juanita. Died. was looking at me. I said, so you know what you need to do, don't you? Get and then she was, can I help you? Need to talk to you? I said, you need to drop your keys in your bag. And get out. And she kept saying, well, can I talk to you? I said, you know what you need to do, girl. So <laughs> I he was like, we never did anything, but just talked on the phone. We never talked about sex. We never talked about anything. But why was we he talking just to her? Talking on the phone. And I said to him, why were you talking to her on the phone? Anyway. Right. And his, his his and I put this on social media too. His answer was, because you weren't here for me to talk to. Uh, and I said, that's they not like cool. to blame. Yeah, he said it, you weren't there for me to talk to. Right. So I we, we were just talking because you were never available to talk to. And he <laughs> still he was like, we never Um Okay. So, to sum it all up, Nene, one of her employees named Juanita, used to be FaceTiming Greg behind her back, and she didn't know about it. And so, one day when they all had a store meeting, um, this guy exposed Juanita and told everyone, all the employees, including Nene, that Juanita and Greg had been FaceTiming behind the scenes, behind Nene's back. And so, Greg confronted uh, excuse me, Nene confronted Greg and Greg was like, um, no, I haven't done it. No, I haven't done it. And then she said that Nene said that she heard Juanita's phone ringing right after that. And lo and behold, it was probably Greg. Anyway, all that bullshit to say this. Nene, if the nigga's telling you that you ain't there for him, that means that you're not there for him. And that's why he sought assistance elsewhere. The man just battled cancer. And honestly, if you ask me, just my humble opinion, Greg, you need to sit your motherfucking ass down too, cause you got one foot in the in the grave and the other on a banana peel, and you trying to get some pussy. You just came out of remission, and you want some pussy as soon as you done rung the bell. You done went and rung the bell, and then now you want to go get some pussy. No, sit your ass down at home. Get your shit. Get your shit together. Get your get your affairs in order first. And. If you ain't got nobody to talk to, you need to have an open and honest communication. Uh, commu- uh, you need to say something to your wife. Now, Nene being busy, I'm not taking up for either one. Now, she is my Sagittarius sister as well. Um, but I I just feel like, you know, I'm a big fan of open communications and relationships. And I feel like communication is the foundation of a successful relationship. And it sounds like to me there, um, that's what the problem was. There was an issue with communication. And so... You know, now it has led to that between, you know, him texting or whatever, FaceTiming another fucking woman instead of talking to his wife. So I know that y'all know who Andrew Gillum is. Um, But if you don't, Andrew Gillum um, was previously the mayor of Tallahassee, Florida. Um, He's a Democrat and he... Um, was a nominee for governor of Florida in the 2018 election. So he was a black guy who was running for governor of Florida in 2018. Um, everyone was rooting for Andrew. Um, unfortunately, he he didn't 
um, become the governor um, due to, uh, of course, the majority didn't vote for him. But don't worry, Andrew still has some unfinished business because he was found naked in a hotel with crystal meth. And um, yes, you heard me right. So he, he was ass naked and they had pictures to, to show, too. Um, in a hotel room with crystal meth. Now, mind you, Andrew is someone who is, um, he is an African-American male who is married and he has children. Um, so I'm sure that when his uh, significant other found out about this, she was a bit taken aback and she was shocked. Um, but yes, he was found naked um, with a male prostitute in a hotel um, with crystal meth and some other drugs, uh, and the police busted in on him. And Andrew said, oh, no, I was helping him um, plan a wedding. And yada, yada. And the man came back and said, no deal, bitch. I'm a fucking male prostitute. You fucked me. You put these drugs up my throat. You the reason why all this shouldn't happen. And so, Andrew, they don't know what to do with you now because that's some fucked up shit, Andrew. That is some fucked up shit. Now, a man of your statue and, and your power, you're going to go and get a male prostitute and do all this. Now, you know you need your ass whoop, Andrew. You know you need your motherfucking ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Well, let me get off that serious stuff and get on to something a little bit more happier. You know, everyone loves love. And recently... The brat has been shot by Cupid's arrow and she, along with her partner, um, BB Judy, <laughs> if y'all don't know who she is, please go look her up because I didn't know who she was at first either. I just thought she was a bitch wearing a corset and had a bad surgery job, but obviously she's a multi-million dollar makeup artist or something, but a lot of people are saying that she's a scammer. So, but anyway. Um, her and Brat, um, the Brat finally opened up about her relationship with BB uh, Judy and um, brought forth to the public that she's a couple. So let's hear what the Brat had to say about um, being a couple to a bitch that's wearing a um, corset. Um, I've always been an advocate for privacy, pretty much to protect the interests of the other party involved. Because if you're not used to this life and the scrutiny that come with it, you know, it, it can't break you, you know. <clears throat> and I've been getting talked about for way over 20 years or more, so I'm kind of conditioned for it. And, and you know, my coat of armor is pretty thick, so I learned what to say and what not to say and, and, and the battles that I <clears throat> decide to choose to fight, which most of the time I just stay silent and just let people um, speculate. But um, <clears throat> I've never confirmed anything because, you know, in the 90s, it wasn't cool right. back in the day. I'm kind of a little bit nervous because I'm not used to really, like, talking about this thing because, you know, I'm just really not a public person when it comes to my personal life. Right. But when you get blessed and somebody, yes. when you wasn't even looking, <laughs> to nobody love you like you've never been loved before it's like a whole different experience um i mean you're my hero brat you my hero she loved me from my hair follicles down to my toenails she inspired me um, i always been a Ooh, well, congratulations, Brat. Sounds like you're happy. Sounds like you're in love. I know she recently bought you a, was it a Bentley? A Maybach? It was some uh, fancy, luxurious car. And the people wanted to know, Brat, you only show one set of keys. Where's the other set of keys? And the people also said, they wrote and they said that um, instead of her giving you the car, she should have been giving you the car and the title. Bitch, when she gets mad at you, she is going to crank that shit up and drive it into a ditch and say, fuck you. 
Um, when I, I I don't know about all that, but that's what they said, Brad. So hopefully, BB Judy won't do that. Hopefully, she won't take your keys from you and leave you on the side of the road and then drive the car into a ditch and say, fuck you. Fuck that strap on and all that other shit. Hopefully, she don't do all that. So, uh, fingers crossed. We'll see. But, yeah, we will see. Um, but getting on into some news, um, this is a bit more current. So, you know, you all have hung on me with, with me this far. So, we're getting a bit closer to today's time frame. Um, oh, shit. Excuse me. No, I ain't got the wrong on child's car. Allergies. So don't fret my pet. I'm gonna be here. I'm a strong motherfucker and I'm an old motherfucker too. And I done fought a lot of wars and battles. And this ain't nothing compared to me because I got a strong and mighty God that can do anything and solve anything. Okay, yeah. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So something that was a bit more recent. Where on the street is R. Kelly was denied being released from prison. Um, due to the corona. So he put in uh, a proposal that he wanted to be let out of prison due to the fact that the coronavirus is taking over a lot of correctional facilities, including the one that he's in, and that he wanted to get out. And the judge said, fuck no, bitch. You should have thought about that before you sleep with them kids, bitch. You ain't going nowhere. Stay in there and get that virus and let that shit eat you up from the inside out like you was doing them kids, motherfucker. They said, no, dear, stay your ass in the motherfucking jail cell if you get the corona in the ass too bad. And we don't want to hear no more shit from you. You're gonna either going to stay in there or you're going to stay in there. Those are your two choices that you got, motherfucker. Um, so, yeah, that is what um, happened with um, Mr. R. Kelly, Mr. Robert Kelly, the, quote, king of R&B, supposedly. Um, but Robert... Us here at the Rated X Podcast, we wish you the best of luck. We hope that you're staying safe in the jail cell, and that you're washing your hands frequently, that you're wearing gloves, that you're wearing a face mask. If you're not, well, bitch, you know the rest. Um, on to the next. Um, so y'all know, um, before Nipsey Hussle passed away in an untimely death last year, he was doing a documentary on Dr. CB. Um, Dr. CB or Sabi, I might be mispronouncing it, so forgive me if I am. I'm high. I don't know. Or care. <laughs> um, but Dr. CB is someone who is a African American doctor. Um, I forgot where he's based or where he uh, is from. I think he's in Honduras. Don't quote me on that. Um, I think he's some he's definitely somewhere not in America. And this doctor has claimed to have the cure for a lot of incurable diseases such as cancer, such as AIDS, HIV, and a lot of other um diseases that we can't find the cures for um dr cb sabi um has said that he has the cure and he knows what it is um and there's some sea moss that we're supposed to eat every day um so maybe he has a cure for corona too um dr cb dr sebi uh whichever name you prefer can we get that cure for the coronavirus so we can get back to our normal lives and i can go to happy hour and i can do all this other fuck shit please um but nick cannon has picked up um, where Nipsey Hussle left off and wants to do an upcoming documentary about Dr. CB. So let's hear what Nick Cannon has to say. Anybody in this room, if I could say, hey, somebody cured AIDS, I'll be like, yeah, right, right. And it ain't been 24 hours. We got to pick up the baton and run it across the world. 
Look at all these tweets. Please watch over and protect Nick if he's gonna take over for Nipsey left off. He offered cures for incurable diseases. He offered hope and life to those about to die. What they will do with it! This is how the healthcare hustle works. We bring you in, you're sick, we start you on treatment protocols that are many times more toxic than what we're treating you for. It just mind-numbing to see how we can allow people like this to come among us, poison us, and then live comfortable lives. He's an immigrant from Honduras who never went to school, college, or medical school. Yet the man known as Dr. Sebi claims to have found a cure for several life-threatening diseases. Imagine this. So Nick Cannon is supposed to have picked up what Nipsey left off in for in regards to this documentary. I'm gonna say this: y'all know there are a lot of conspiracy theories that go along with this. Whenever people try to uh, bring light to someone who has a cure for a lot of the stuff um, that we deem as incurable, such as cancer, AIDS, HIV, or whatever, um, stuff usually happens to the people who try to bring light to it. And so the conspiracy theorists are saying that that's why Nipsey um, had an untimely death is because he was trying to bring light to Dr. CB and try to, you know, get that knowledge passed on to the general public and that, you know, the government didn't want it or whomever did not want that information spread. So they went ahead and shot him dead. Um, now, I don't know anything about that. All I got to say is Nick Cannon, if you're going to go on this journey, you better watch your motherfucking back, bitch, because they're going to get your ass too. They're going to put that bullet in your goddamn brain and skull, and then we're not going to hear from you no more. So prayers up for Nick Cannon that he um, is able to, if he wants to expose light to Dr. C.B. Sabi, um, that he gets the opportunity to do so without being harmed. Um, I'm all for finding cures to a lot of these diseases, and if, and if Dr. Sabi has a cure... Um, let's do what we need to do to team up with him and see can we um get get you know get the cure to that. Um so I don't know about y'all, but since we have been in quarantine, I have seen all kind of fucking challenges left and right. So not only have I seen motherfuckers on live all day, every day. So I done seen motherfuckers be a DJ be on live. I done seen bitches with only two people on live. I'm like, oh my God. This is crazy. Um, everybody's on live doing something. So they're also doing these challenges. So I've seen the Don't Don't Rush Challenge. I've seen uh, the Savage Challenge. I've seen the Cucumber Challenge. <laughs> I have seen all kind of challenges during this quarantine because everyone is so fucking bored. <laughs> and everyone is so, um, you know, don't have anything to do. They're creating all these challenges. So let me say this. Me personally, I've only participated in one challenge. There was a shot challenge. Any other challenges, I am not obliging. Do not tag me no challenges. I don't want y'all to get y'all feelings hurt. I don't want to do it. I don't want to participate. I don't even like people like that. So I don't want y'all retweeting my face and showing me everywhere. Now, I don't mind showing my face because one thing about me, I don't have to use <laughs> face app to fix myself up. So, um, it's just a simple fact that I don't want nobody to come to my page stalking me and doing all this other shit. I've had bad experiences in the past, and so I'm still paranoid. I got social anxiety, quote, unquote. So, uh, with that being said, I'm sick of seeing these challenges. Fuck these challenges. Don't tag me in shit. But, speaking of challenge, the Climax Challenge, which is one of the most recent challenges, um, started when the weekend, yeah, I know the weekend, the motherfucker to be whining and groaning and moaning and complaining on all his songs. He said in a recent interview that when he first heard Usher's Climax, and y'all know how Usher Climax goes, 
He said that he thought that it was one of his songs. So let me repeat that for the people who didn't get it the first time. And you're a bit slow. You're a bit lethargic. The weekend heard when he said when he first heard Usher's song Climax, the weekend thought that it was one of his songs. Or it could have been one of his songs. No, <laughs> no weekend. That definitely was not anything that you could have pulled off. I do like some of your music, but I won't give you that much talent. I won't give you that much credit, motherfucker. Um, I'm not born and raised in Toronto. I don't want to hear that Canadian music. They don't do shit for me. I don't hear no salsa, no waltz, no none of that shit. So I'm not sure why you thought it was one of your songs because it definitely was not. Um, so yeah, y'all doing a climax challenge. I've only seen about shit eighty-five percent of the people successfully um, pull it off. So y'all, please stop embarrassing yourself by doing that climax challenge because uh, it's not a good look for you. Speaking of not a good looks, um, Yaya Mayweather, you were um, recently, you could possibly be facing 99 years in prison for stabbing a woman over, I think his name is NBA Youngboy. I'm not sure what the nigga name is, but he's definitely irrelevant, as is she, um, because anybody who is known by their parents or anything like that, Regina included, um, you're irrelevant. You don't have your own talent. You don't have, you can't stand on your own two feet. Um, so you don't do nothing for me. I was raised in the shadow of a celebrity. Um, I definitely would try to get my own and not be raised in the shadow of my parents. <laughs> like these motherfuckers is. But you know what? They said that she might be getting 99 years. I hope your daddy can get you a good motherfucking lawyer, bitch, because you're going to need it. And maybe jail is the place you need to be. You know, it's a lot of shit going on out here in these streets. This corona taking folks down left and right. So maybe jail is safer for you. I don't think we're out the way. You know, blessings come in different disguises. So it is what it is. Um, speaking of being is what it is, Tony Braxton, they said that you and Birdman are scheduled to get married sometime this year. Um, congratulations goes out to Tony Braxton. Y'all know I like some of her songs. Y'all know I remember her from back in the day. Um, now, I know she has had a few financial woes over the past few years. And uh, Tony Braxton, if I find out that you only marrying the Birdman for his money and that you're fucking lying and that he is a pervert that you're not attracted to, I'm going to fucking get you. Okay? I am going to fucking get you, Tony Braxton. <laughs> um, so as you all know, Easter recently passed. Um, Easter was actually this past Sunday. Um, and Joe Osteen set up this wonderful service um, that was scheduled to have Kanye West, Mariah Carey, Tyler Perry, and all these top names or whatever. Um, and me personally, I'm not a big fan of Joe Osteen, Osteen, however you pronounce his motherfucking name. Um, due to the fact that I've been told, and I haven't, I don't listen to his ministry, so um, I've been told that he doesn't like to say the word God, or was it Jesus? I, I forgot which name he doesn't like to say in his sermons, but he doesn't say it. So I've been like, oh, okay, my God, that's a bit weird. Um but yeah, so he was supposed to have um, Tyler Perry, Mariah Carey, Kanye West, and somebody else. I keep forgetting who the other person was at his Easter service this past Sunday and said Kanye West had to pull out. So let me say this. Mariah Carey, I like you, so I'm not going to roast you, but I'm going to say, baby, I haven't heard you really sing a gospel song. Now, she can sing um, a lot of the other songs, but I didn't even know that she was affiliated with any type of religion. So I was shocked that she was there. Tyler Perry, you are a motherfucking freak. If you guys have not seen um, Tyler Perry's Ruthless, either on YouTube or BET Plus, um, 
then you don't know how much of a freak he really is. So anything that's church related, I get kind of weary uh, when I hear about him being associated or affiliated with that. Because when I watched that show called Ruthless, yes, I am giving him a full promotion. Y'all better go see it. It's a lot of interesting shit going on in there that 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 that, that really should not be going on. So um, I'm surprised to hear you there. Kanye West, we know you've been playing gospel for the past year and a half, bitch. So if if your followers want to fall in line with that and, and, and let the coronavirus get in their ass, then um, buy so, you know, make that happen. But I just thought that was ironic that Kanye dropped out at the last minute. But, you know, hopefully they all had a good service. Um, over there at Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. Um, hopefully they all had a good service. If not, then, you know, we still don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so if you happen to have a school kid in your home that is between the ages of 13 and 18, Burger King is actually giving away free Whoppers to their students um, for any correct questions they may um, answer. So how it all works out is Burger King is offering U.S. students free Whoppers for correctly answering virtual test questions. Um, So beginning April 13th and continuing through April 20th, Burger King says it will post a question each day on its social media pages, including Facebook and Instagram. The questions will cover a variety of different subjects, including math, biology, chemistry, and literature. So, if your kid gets that shit right, they can go to Burger King, get them a, a Whopper. You ain't got to put no food in their stomach for the, that evening. And then that's one less piece of money that you got to spend. So, for all the parents out there, go over there and see what they're talking about. Because I ain't got no motherfucking kids. I ain't about to eat me out of no house and no home. And I'm all good. Okay? So, um, I am about to wrap this thing up. Because I'm starting to feel this weed. And uh, um, I want to get off here before I start saying stuff I shouldn't be saying. Or saying stuff that's too extreme for y'all's little virgin ears. Um, So, my last story is about Keisha Cole. And OT Genesis, who says that Keisha Cole's pussy smells like fish sticks. And he said this on Instagram Live. Um, and, you know, our friends over at the shade room just so happened to catch it. So let's hear what OT Genesis had to say. Coochie must be smelling like fish sticks. That's what's going on. She's smelling like fish sticks. Fish sticks. Keisha Cole like fish sticks. <laughs> I ain't laughing, y'all. Um, but OT Genesis, I don't know if he was high on pills or what was going on, but he's claiming that Keisha Cole's vagina smells like fish sticks. If you, you know they were blurring out, he was saying Keisha Cole pussy smell like fish sticks so i don't know like i said i don't put my nose on nobody's pussy um so keisha cole if that is a problem that you have going on we hope that you can see a doctor sometime soon to get that fixed or put a douche in your pussy and get that shit fixed but either way um you know we don't want to hear about nobody business we don't want to talk about nobody under their clothes so let me stop right there so now that you all have got me back into the spirit of doing this podcast I guess I will come forward and say that I will be um, picking this thing back up. You know, um, I've regained my composure and I feel like I'm doing good again. And so I'm back on my podcast shit. 
Um, I enjoy hearing you guys laugh. I enjoy hearing um, all the positive feedback. I enjoy hearing all the not-so-positive feedback. You know, some people think I curse too much or I say too much. I go overboard. Um, but that's the purpose of this thing, you know. You know, we walk around with filters on our mouth all the time, and this is my space to say what you thought. You know, you thought it. I just said it and add a little extra color to it, you know. Um, so if you like what I'm doing, please be sure to um, – Subscribe, leave a review. Um, I'm available on Apple iTunes, uh, excuse me, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, SoundCloud, and soon coming to Google Play. Um, tonight has been wonderful for me. This is the reintroduction to um, the Rated X Podcast, and so moving forward, we're going to be the Rated X Podcast 2.0. I want to go. Um, I want to break some barriers and do some things. So I'm excited about what's to come. Um, like I said, I'm doing episodes every other wednesday so every two two weeks um is when i'll be dropping a new episode if you have not caught up on my past episodes um go to out to the um spotify soundcloud or the apple um, podcast store and catch up on those old episodes and kind of come back with me you will get my style and how, how i groove um but at the end of the day, I hope you all are staying safe. I hope you all are obeying the local orders um, of your local government, your mayors and stuff. I hope you guys are washing your hands frequently, wearing gloves, wearing masks, doing what the CDC is telling you to do, and just basically staying at home. Um, y'all don't know this thing is a bit more serious than what we initially thought it was going to be. So um, let's take it serious. Let's go ahead, stay home, get this lockdown over with so we get back to normal. I love you all so much. Be sure to follow me on official underscore rated X on Instagram. Um, and then I will be in contact with you all next week. Peace. I love you much. Um, go rock out your cock, your cock out. <laughs> Throw glitter and dance off beat and have a good fucking time. Peace.